Hi, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath, and welcome to my Daily Torah Thoughts. Yesterday we ended off with this idea of redemption privileges relationships over purity. And I promise I'd tell you a story. This story is told by Professor Velva Green of Blessed Memory. He was a professor at Ben-Gurion University in Israel. He tells about how he, a scientist and a secular man, came to befriend Rabbi Feller, the Chabad rabbi in St. Paul, Minnesota, about 40 years ago. At the time, Green was working for NASA's Life Science Research Institute. He was in charge of immunizing the Viking lander in 1976 that landed on Mars. Rabbi Feller eventually took him to meet the Lubavitcher Rebbe in Kronheitz. Soon after he and the Rebbe met, he got into a discussion about creationism. And the Rebbe gave Green a famous paper he had written on the subject. Green read it and found it ridiculous. So he wrote an 11-page letter to the Rebbe that essentially told him to stick to what he knew and leave scientific theorizing to more qualified people. It was an insulting letter. And the next year he encountered the Rebbe in his office and worried about what the Rebbe would say. But the Rebbe never mentioned it. The next year, the same deal. Twelve years passed. By that time, Green had become a religious Jew, and once again he met the Rebbe. And at that time, the Rebbe pulled out the letter, 11 pages of, let's just say, not the nicest words. The Rebbe says, you sent me this letter, and I never responded. Can I talk to you about it? The Rebbe, who had a considerable scientific training, then proceeded to respond point by point to the professor's scientific arguments. Green was flabbergasted. He says, Rebbe, why didn't you tell me this 12 years ago? The Rebbe smiles, he says, because we didn't know each other that well. The Rebbe continues and says, because then I would have won the argument and lost the friend, and I'm in the business of losing arguments and winning friends. I often tell this story to married couples who insist on standing on principle. I ask them, what's better, being right or being divorced? We all need to be willing to lose an argument and win the relationship. When we take the perspective of world redemption over personal salvation, when you put the needs of the community before your own needs, when we put action before intention, who really cares why we're doing it? as long as we're doing the right thing. Whenever you embrace the value of world redemption, you're suddenly free. You're free to develop your gifts without fear of being labeled a hypocrite. In contemporary mainstream culture, hypocrisy means that you say one thing and practice another. So if some MNA says that marriage is important, but later we find out that he's doing whatever, wherever, He's branded a hypocrite. But the public gets angry. And in the Jewish worldview, he's not necessarily guilty of hypocrisy. When you preach something and don't believe in it, even as you're preaching it, you're saying it for ulterior motives. And that's hypocrisy. But if you firmly believe in the importance of family and then slip up and disappoint yourself, that is something else. That's being inconsistent and weak. Yes, it's inexcusable, and that's not an excuse for anyone who does cruel acts or does anything wrong, but it is understandable.
I don't want you to get the wrong idea and think that I'm supporting people who do cruel acts to others. I think it's important because people stop doing good things for fear of being labeled a hypocrite or worse. We love excusing ourselves from hard work and sacrifice. How many people do I know who want to come to the synagogue or they want to put on tefillin or they want to come to a Shabbat dinner because they don't do it the rest of the year so they say, well, why would I go now? What I'm saying is, what does hypocrisy have to do with it? So you're inconsistent. We're all inconsistent. None of us have complete power over our lives. That's the power of a mitzvah. The Rebbe created what I call the partial mitzvah plan. He said, do one good deed, even if it's for the worst reasons, even if it's for the most selfish reasons, but you still made the world a better place. And that's the first step. So the question should never be how clean your heart is. The question is how clean the world is, how uplifted the world is, and how inspired the world is. We'll continue our conversation about the value of redemption on Sunday. For now, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bornath. Have a fantastic day and Shabbat Shalom. Hi, Rabbi Bornath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four-week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com Scroll to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the download button right there. In this course, I talk about the Kabbalistic secrets to relationships, to wealth, to happiness, and balance. This special offer has been dedicated in loving memory of Ellie Dorfman. I look forward to hearing from you and hope you enjoy the course. Now on to today's episode.